Let us begin by invoking the Most Holy Trinity in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Whenever we make the sign of the Holy Cross on ourselves, we proclaim that there is one God in three divine persons. Today, this Sunday, it only makes sense to celebrate the Feast of the Most Holy Trinity after having celebrated the incarnation of Jesus Christ at Christmas and at the coming, after the coming of the Holy Ghost at Pentecost. And today's meditation will not be a heavily theological treatise about our Lord and the Holy Trinity, for if one spends too much time trying to explain our triune God, he might fall into heresy as the saying goes. Before we get into the core of the Holy Trinity, let us explore some of the physical sciences. Do we fully understand the workings of a simple cell in our bodies? Most of us might not know how electricity works or how atoms are composed of even more subatomic particles. Or even after all the advances in the field of science, we still find the universe a mystery and still probably can still disprove the existence of black holes as that is only supported by a theory of one atheistic scientist. Why should we then expect to fathom the greatest mystery of all, the eternal, all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-wise, three-in-one God? No finite being is capable of understanding our infinite God. King David sang about it in the book of Psalms. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, he said. It is too high. I cannot attain it. Dear faithful, we too should have the holy humility that David had and use the holy scriptures and the magisterium of the holy Catholic Church on what we can know according to our own capacity, the most holy trinity. First of all, let us look at some passages in the holy scriptures. We should love our scriptures, for it is Catholic to do so. Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ, as St. Jerome rightfully says. We know that the Jewish people profess that the Lord is one. And it is true that there is one God. But let us look in the prayer par excellence that the Jews recite with so much conviction, and that is called the Shema prayer. This is found in the book of Deuteronomy, which begins, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Or in Hebrew, Shema Israel, Adonai Elohenu, Adonai Echad. There exists in Hebrew two words for the word one, Echad and Yakid. But the word Echad, which is used, to describe the oneness of God in the Shema prayer implies a composite group of oneness. So like a unity of a family, a one family, but 
many divisions in it. Or a married couple, one flesh, two bodies. Or a religious community. God in His wisdom revealed this composite oneness already in the Jewish times. And of all places located in the most holy prayer that the Hebrew people pray many times a day. Another passage to look at is what we have just heard at the Holy Gospel of today. Going therefore, teach ye all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Clearly, our Lord Jesus Christ manifested here among His apostles of the three distinct persons. Also, it is clear that their unity is indicated in the singular form, in the name, and not in the names. So let us supplement our understanding of the Trinity with the Magisterium, another part of the holy tradition of the Church that we ought to love and know. In fact, the Trinity of God can only be known by divine revelation, for this dogma that we profess every day of our lives with the sign of the cross is above human reason. The Vatican Council in the year 1870, the first one, proclaimed that there are mysteries concealed in God which can be known on the basis of divine revelation only. Also, the Council said that even they remain covered with a veil of faith and hidden in a certain obscurity. But of course, our use of reason, which God gave to us, which is enlightened by faith, can correctly grasp the true sense of the dogma from the explanations of the church and from revelation. So this use of our reason makes us aware of what the Trinity is not. For example, the Trinity is not a group of three gods, as what many anti-Trinitarian groups say, nor it is one God in three modes, where God puts on His Father's mask, acts like the Father, then takes it off and puts on the Son and the Holy Ghost, which maybe was a very base understanding when we were small, yet God, God with His grace and through catechists who teach us well, through our priests and our family, we know that this is not the case of our own triune God. The mystery of the Trinity cannot be comprehended by the human intellect. No one, however eloquent, can exhaust it if entire books were written about it so that the whole world were filled with them, yet the unspeakable wisdom of God would not be expressed with our very limited language. God who is undescribable can in no way be described. Unfortunately, this is being attacked and so let us try to defend this holy dogma, this holy truth of the triune God. And let us pray always with Mary, the Virgin Mary, that she may always help us to defend the truth of the Holy Trinity and that 
with our devotion and love for her immaculate heart. Help us to be courageous in times when our faith in the triune God is tested or disputed. And may the Holy Roman Church always remain strong in defending our God in three divine persons. Therefore, we as Roman Catholics throw our intellect under the feet of faith, not seeking to understand that which the human mind can as little comprehend, like a tiny hole in the sand can contain the immeasurable sea. A humble and active faith will make us worthy someday in the other world above to see the greatest bliss, this mystery as it is. For in this consists eternal life. Imagine, dear faithful, one day that God which we desire, we will be able to see in some way through His grace face to face. What wonderful expectation and what wonderful hope we have to have with that. And so by a pious life, we may glorify and know the only true God, Christ Jesus His Son and the Holy Ghost. Jesus Christ said to His Apostles, As His Heavenly Father had sent Him, even so He had sent them to all nations, without exemption, without exception, to teach all that He had commanded, and to receive them by means of baptism into the church. At the same time, He promised to be with them to the end of the world. That is, that He would console them in suffering and strengthen them in persecution, preserve them from error, and always protect them from and their successors, the bishops, the priests, even unto the end of the world. And so let us pray with St. Catherine of Siena, who praised our Lord, Thou art the supreme and infinite good, good above all good, good which is joyful, incomprehensible, inestimable, beauty exceeding all other beauty, wisdom surpassing all wisdom, because thou art wisdom itself. Food of angels, give thyself with fire of love to men, feeding us hungry as we are with thy sweetness, because thou art all sweetness and with no bitterness. Clothe us, O eternal Trinity, clothe us with thyself, so that we may pass this mortal life in true obedience and in the light of the most faith with which thou have inebriated our souls. Let us therefore adore and praise the Holy Trinity in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen.